What up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 300. That is right. You're not mishearing that. This episode is episode 300. And I want to say thank you to everyone who has ever listened to a episode from the Square Circle podcast ever since October 19th, 2019. That was the start, the birthday of the Square Circle podcast hosted by yours truly, Marie Shadows. And I had some other guests and some co-hosts and I wish them well in life and they are doing really well. And, you know. I'm here at episode 300 celebrating it with you guys where you guys get to listen to this. And today we're going to be talking about goddesses of war wrestling. I'm giving you an update on what happened last week. I'm running down the run sheet of Battle of Athena. I'm giving you guys extra, extra, extra on top of the mini vlog. And uh, to answer the one question that I received. Maybe it was my fault that I didn't make it clear that I wanted to do a Q&A for 300. But for some reason, you know, I just don't know. I got the one question. So I guess, you know, having the one question is definitely the question and answer of this episode. And this episode is very thematic, even though anyone could have asked me anything that they wanted, because it is 300 episodes. If you guys wanted some insight on how to start your own podcast, what to do, what to think, what to take notes on, what's important, you know, any type of questions that would have been accepted to. Maybe I'll do a future one down the line. But then again, this is just a reminder of like, why I don't really celebrate milestones, even though like that should be a thing and should be normalized. I just know that because I'm not the popular girl out there on the internet or the viral girl out there on the internet or the one that likes to show off assets out there on the internet, I'm not really going to get the kind of popular party type of feeling that everyone else gets. I get the type of like, hey, I'm one of the guys, which I definitely love that. I love that I could be one of the guys, but sometimes I want to celebrate these milestones with people, but it just doesn't really happen. The reaction and the give back doesn't really come through for some odd reason, you know. So that's why sometimes I don't really celebrate milestones and I really should celebrate milestones. There are certain things that I'll celebrate with my close friends, but to make it to a wider audience, sometimes I'm like, is it really worth it if I'm not going to get the same hype reaction that I'm hype that you're going to get back to me, you know? But let's not frown upon it. Let's have our own little mini party. Let me bring the hype because like I said, it is episode 300. Episode 300. Man. In the span of four years, going to episode 300, and this is me trying to find the identity of the Square Circle podcast. It has went through a couple of different things, definitely no different name changes. But in terms of like direction wise, like I wanted this to be a podcast where I interview the indie wrestlers but at the time, my interviewing skills, my talking skills were not up to par. I was still freaking shy back in 2019, even though like you guys might think that that's not true because of the way that I talk, the way that I present myself, me talking confidently and whatnot. Like if you would have met me some years ago, like that wouldn't be the version that you hear and see now. Most of the time, it's me in my mind of like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to talk. I'm going to let you know my opinion. If you don't like it, too bad. You know, it's okay. You don't have to like my opinion. We could always agree to disagree. That's totally the okay thing to do. But to try to silence a important conversation on important topics and important issues, that should not happen at all. But it's okay to not like somebody's opinion or it's okay to not agree with someone's opinion. So I'm always going to be opinionated and for the most part, unapologetic for certain things that, you know, I'm going to be unapologetic for. Where am I going with this? I don't know, but it still speaks to the idea of the Square Circle podcast going through different types of motions. 
So in the beginning, I wanted this to be like an interview type of thing with the indie wrestlers and also talk about wrestling. And then after that, I was like, well, you know, the indie interviews are already covered. So let's just be a regular review show. But I also give right off the cuffs or like right off the top of my head suggestions about how to fix professional wrestling. Because I did use the tagline at one point of let's make wrestling better than it was yesterday. And that was just like, well, if I see certain flaws that can definitely be improved upon and if people are listening, maybe it can adjust. You know, there are certain things in wrestling that has become a lost art form, such as psychology. Most modern day wrestlers now do not have psychology and they play to the 15 minute pop you're going to get at the indie shows that no one is really going to remember. Sure, there might be a video floating around of you doing something spectacular, but it's not going to get talked about. It's not going to be in that video package. You know, like you have to be smart about what you choose to do on indie shows where you know those big ass moments that you want to be known for for like 15 minutes of fame gets to be put in a video package later down the line. So that way, when your body is like, I'm hurting, you know, the payoff is going to be okay. Of course, I don't want like anybody's body to really be like, yo, I'm hurting. We got to retire early. But you got to think about it in terms of, is this really risky move the best payoff when it's not going to be in a video package, when you're not going to be on that stage because someone is like, oh, I can see potential. Let's bring on this person. You know, you got to think about the risk and the reward as a modern day wrestler. That's why I'm like, you know, there needs to be psychology added into your matches, into your storytelling and bring us along for the ride. You could do all the amazing flips in the world. But again, like I said, is anyone really going to remember it? If someone has the video footage, can someone go back 10, 20 years, you know, from now, if we're in the future, go back to that video and like get it and put it in a video package because you finally made it to the biggest stage of them all, right? Like there are things in wrestling that just has to be improved on. And that was the whole point of the Square Circle podcast is to give that feedback, to give that off the top of my head suggestions and how to fix certain things. Some things are, you know, very good in wrestling. There are wrestlers who have the best foundation and they're going to go places and, you know, they choose and pick what they want to do in matches. I always say that less is more. And that is completely true. Less is more. But at the same time, you have to have at least a story, something for us to be paying attention to rather than people being on their phones and scrolling through Twitter and like threads and Instagram and TikTok and all this kind of stuff. Like you got to make sure that you have the fans being attentive to you. I did not expect episode 300 to sort of be like a learning episode of like, guys, you guys got to get it together for psychology and for storytelling and all that. But, you know, that's what the Square Circle podcast is about. It's about helping any wrestler that will listen, anybody in the business that wants to listen, and, you know, for us to bounce off ideas and, you know, to talk about the state of the industry. That's what it is. And then I got the opportunity to do interviews, and I don't know if I ever told this person thank you yet I definitely have not told him you know in an email but um I don't know if he's ever gonna listen to this I'll send it to him but uh in order for me to do interviews right because before then I was still like starstruck with you know meeting wrestlers and talking to wrestlers because it's a really huge passion of mine you guys know this if you guys been with me since like four years ago You know, you guys know how passionate I am about professional wrestling that like I want the best for professional wrestling. And, you know, it's one of those life passions. Like I can't say anything more about it. I don't have the vocabulary to really articulate like how much this really means to me. And so during the pandemic where everything slowed down, everything shut down, we all know about it. And yes, it probably erased 
like a year off our memories. But during the pandemic, I was fortunate enough to be part of Thomas Island. And uh, if it wasn't for me being a part of Thomas Island and chatting with Tama during happy hours and being a part of the Patreon group and the Discord group, um, I would have never found the voice to basically interview wrestlers. And um, I don't think I ever told Tama thank you for that. You know, uh, I will always defend Tama, especially against, you know, my buddy Duke from Duke Loves Wrestling, who always loves to uh, get on me for, you know, uh, like you, Tama, and um, telling me some jokes and comparing him to Zoolander and shit. But, you know, friends are going to do that. Friends are going to, you know, poke fun at stuff that you support. Um, I'm saying all this with like a cheesy ass smile, guys. And I'm just happy that uh, I had the opportunity to be a part of Tama's Island and to even be on the podcast with Tama and the rest of the crew and it was super fun man like it was really really super fun Tama's the best though I just had to put that out there that Tama is the best and uh yeah so if Tama ever hears this thank you man without like those happy hours and just you know being relaxed help me transition into wanting to interview wrestlers the only thing that I haven't done yet is uh interview Tama, Hikaleo, and Tungaloa. Maybe uh, that could happen eventually and have them on the podcast and talk about things. I know we're up to the G1. The G1 is tomorrow, July 15th. So I don't even think I could get a word in with them or even get a word in with Gabriel Kidd and Alex Coglin and stuff. So, like, I'm going to have to wait. I'm really going to have to wait. I'm going to be making content for the G1. And this time around, I will try to complete the whole entire thing. It's just really, really daunting and a lot. And we have four blocks this year. So I'm probably going to be overworked, overloaded. And what will make it better is if you guys can definitely hang out with me on my kick channel. I am part of the kick community stream team. If you guys didn't know already, now you do. I'll talk about that more in a little bit but i would love you guys to hang out with me on kick.com forward slash marie shadows and you know hang out talk to me about g1 we'll watch the matches uh we'll talk about the wrestlers we'll support our favorite guys we'll do select matches on tuesdays and thursdays so we could get in a lot of the stuff that we missed and then the rest of the days i have to create like podcast episodes work on the discord if you guys don't know the square circle society is now in a discord form and also i still have the newsletter the square circle society where it's an extension of everything that i do here and everywhere else and i try to do it all on my own but if anybody wants to contribute if anybody wants to help by all means dm me but yeah, so the G1 is going to be back to back to back to back. So I don't even think any of these guys are going to be able to do a quick freaking little interview and stuff. But I do wish everyone the best in this G1. I have my picks. If you guys were with me during yesterday's live stream, I did say that for C block, because Thomas in C block, that the top three at least are going to have to be Tama, David Finley, and, like, Hinari. Like, I really want, like, Hinari to be, like, at least in the top three. David Finley might be either that one or two spot, and then, obviously, Tama is going to be either that one or two spot. But I don't see anyone else going any further, and I'm basing this off of stories, and I'm basing this off of, like, who really needs it. Tama needs it. Tama needs to get that championship title back, maybe. Or... Tama just goes after Sonata and be like, dude, I'm coming after your fucking belt. You know, David Finley has proven himself to be a very great leader of Bullet Club right now. This new rendition of Bullet Club. By the way, guys, you need to accept that, like, Jay White doing the whole Bullet Club go thing. Like, I do still think that Jay White is delusional and that he still believes he's part of Bullet Club and Bullet Club leader. But... One of these days, I really do think that Jay White and David Finley are going to cross paths. They're going to have one big, huge-ass match, and, like, that's going to be it. We're not going to have Bullet Club Gold anymore, and it's going to be an epic of a match. 
So, yeah, that's my little snippet of me talking about the G1. Thank you, Tama. You know, this is episode 300. I was thinking of having somebody on to interview for episode 300. But at the same time, it's like I should just do a little mini review, give you guys like a backstory to the Square Circle podcast if you're new. And yeah, if you're new, I used to work for WWE back in 2018. I was on their the WWE network logging department and working for WWE was my dream ever since I was seven. I wanted to be a writer and that's why I have a background in creative writing and a publishing certificate, but it didn't work out for me to be a writer for WWE. So I got my foot in the door anyway, worked for them. Don't regret anything. And that was back in 2018. And if I was ever presented with another opportunity to work for WWE, I would probably take it under Triple H's rule. Under Vince's rule, it was cool. It's just that you can tell that the people that were working under him and had to change on the daily, what felt like a daily change, you can definitely feel that they were overworked. I am also an Amazon bestseller. If you guys don't know, I created a wrestling planner called One More Match and is doing pretty well on Amazon for the year of 2023, even though we're halfway through. Soon, you guys will get the 2024 version of the wrestling planner. I just have to mix and match and put in new sections, take out old sections. And I also want to create a commentator edition and a budget edition as well for these type of planners so that way everyone in the industry can have something and if you are used to taking notes by hand like I am this will be very good for you and I also want to work on a digital side and a app as well you know I have ideas and big dreams and stuff beneficial for the wrestling industry for me to get back for everyone who works there and just make your guys lives a little bit easier when it comes to note-taking organizing making sure your budget is okay making sure that you have the right commentary notes and everything is in order and it just makes things a little bit more better to memorize because let me tell you commentating Man, I guess we're going to jump right into it. I'll answer Duke's question. I'll talk about Battle of Athena and Goddesses of War and getting the opportunity to be commentator. So I always, in this world of professional wrestling that I've been so in love with, that I always knew I wanted to do something in professional wrestling. Had the opportunity to work for WWE. As I said, that was my seven-year-old dream. And then after WWE let me go, I started to do the whole podcast thing, jumped head first, didn't really have a roadmap, but it turned out wonderfully with you guys listening to episode 300. And then once I realized that I was accomplishing the things that I already had set in stone that have already been checked off, I decided to go into doing publishing, meaning creating the wrestling planner for you guys being on Amazon, selling on Amazon, and that was the next step. However, while I was doing all of that, I was also doing a practice run of commentary. And I have a playlist of how I sounded first when I was doing it by myself. I still do it by myself anyway. But a playlist that started out with the bad, the decent, and then the good. And then I stopped because during the pandemic, there was a rise of other commentators out there and they were doing stuff at home for other companies and I put that on the back burner because I was like there's way too much competition and fast forward to now I am with Goddesses of War Wrestling if you guys don't know about Goddesses of War Wrestling they are the sister promotion to Titan Championship Wrestling both of these companies I dearly adore and love it's always a fun time when you are there it's family friendly and the wrestling is really great and I made some really great friends some really great connections and I will always put them over as the best companies in the New York New Jersey area just because I got in the chance to really work closely with them so I am just saying that I'm just putting them over because they're awesome so Goddesses of War Wrestling decided to do their rebranding in May. I applied. I talked to them. I was their official podcaster. The vlog and other podcast episode is up, but it's behind a paywall. I might just 
take it down from the paywall so people can watch. I do know that you guys can watch the vlog. That's on marieshadows.substack.com. But if not, I'll make a whole new article and have it up. But the only reason why like I put certain things behind a paywall is because of the time, effort, and energy that gets put into making quality work for you guys and that's why i put it behind a paywall i'm not gonna put wrestling news behind a paywall because i think wrestling news should be accessible to everybody so we don't play the telephone game and we don't play the lost in translation game because people want to make pennies off of your hard-earned money for stupid shit that they have no actual sources to so i don't know man like, if I was a wrestling fan, I'll spend my money on the smaller streamers, smaller content creators that make you feel good, make you feel important. Like, they acknowledge you and make sure that you are seen. You know, there are people out there that do that, myself included. I make sure that everyone that comes by my live streams hang out with me in certain places on the internet. You know, I want to make sure that you're seen. I want to make sure that you are heard. You could voice your opinion. And I think that's very valuable rather than paying somebody with getting access to wrestling news where it says, oh, sources tell me X, Y, Z. Oh, the people that we talked to told me X, Y, Z. You're not talking to nobody that doesn't really know anything. You're talking to the grunts of the grunts of the grunts in a company that wants to push their own agenda, that wants to make sure that the wrestling community is divided. And I don't understand why we still are here in 2023 where wrestling news sites that want to put news behind a paywall is still around. Like, if you shifted that to feel good entertainment then you'll be a much happier person than wanting to really know the inside and then talk as if like you're there every single day as if you work there when you don't really work there plus you know I'll be a lot more happier if all the wrestling news sites actually went out to go help the companies and the promotions and work there and set up the ring, take down the ring, like pay your dues rather than being at home in your chair and like texting everybody to be like, Hey guys, I need some scoops. Like give me some scoops, like some whatever stories you have, we can make it up or I could just put this out. I could put that out. Like instead of doing that, the very sleazy way, Go out there, go help set up a ring, go put up some chairs, go help out wrestlers, talk to wrestlers. And the way that you talk to wrestlers, you got to be respectful to them. Make sure you shake their hand and you'll be okay. Don't try to be that tough guy from Twitter because you will definitely learn firsthand not to do that. Anyway. That's the reason why I put certain things behind a paywall is because of my time, energy, and effort and resources are being put into this video to make it the best possible video I can. Rather than being like, hey, pay me $5 a month for my sources said that the water is really good with minerals and it could definitely hydrate you. So that is what the wrestlers are drinking. So therefore, give me $5 for this new source. Oh, and by the way, that water is going to be the sponsor to the upcoming wrestling show. Like, no, I'd rather have your money for quality content, for stuff that we can discuss, for front row scenes at me being at goddesses of War wrestling or any other wrestling event or road trips or anything that like i'm giving you a service to be entertained for rather than being like oh my sources told me that this guy didn't show up but yet then he shows up like that stupid thing of like oh brock lesnar left wwe he was upset comes back has a fucking sandwich why the fuck you guys are paying for that anyway I can like talk all day about the stupidity of people charging for shit and people pay it rather than helping out the content creators that spend so many hours making great quality content. Okay, so I did the vlog for the rebranding of Goddesses of War. 
Titans Championship Wrestling was starting to form their own women's division, but there wasn't enough, so they decided to break away and have Goddesses of War to have an all-women's wrestling promotion. But like I said, it's still the sister promotion to Titan Championship Wrestling. So did the vlog for the rebranding and everything. And then a month later, I got asked to be commentator, which was amazing. And of course, I'm always ready to be like, hey, here's all of my youtube videos like let me know like i really want to do things by the book i don't really tend to want to be like yeah i could do it and then i don't really deliver so i leave it up to boss man to be like yeah sure so i got the opportunity accepted it and i had the wonderful riley shepherd with me there on commentary in june i feel like it was june it should have been june but for some reason i feel like we skipped a month somewhere in between where like I don't really remember but I know it was June and so Riley was there and just in that first session because I felt like I was being thrown to the wolves which was great you got to be thrown to the wolves when you are in this business if not then I don't know man but I think getting thrown to the wolves in professional wrestling is either sink or swim man like you can't go in there and be like, oh, I'm not ready this time. Nah, man, we're going to push you in there. I learned a lot from Riley just being right next to her and seeing what she was doing, and it really, really helped. I am more of a let me call the moves. Let me add some story here and there. Like, I'm still trying to get my groove, and, you know, I was decent. But, again, I had Riley there to help me, and I learned from her, and... The one thing that I do need to work on, which I think I did better this time around, is that because I am from New York City, I tend to talk fast, if you guys have not noticed. And every time that I talk fast, if people don't understand, you know, they'll be like, why are you talking so fast? That's just a thing that New Yorkers do, okay? We talk fucking fast. Imagine if I was, like, fluent in Spanish. You guys would not know what... I would be talking about probably and then you guys would probably nickname me like Speedy Gonzalez or something which would be fine it's it's a fine joke guys like you can you could joke around with me so you know I learned from Riley to slow it down a bit even though my mind was like I get it hurry up I get it I get it sometimes on commentary you have to realize that you can't necessarily act like a fan you can act like a fan but you gotta like keep it professional and that's what I did I am surprised that I did not curse at all during the first ever event I did commentary for and then the second event that I did commentary for I am very proud of myself because I do have a filthy mouth and if anybody knows me you know, I drop F-bombs here and there. Like, I drop any type of curses and stuff. So, basically, like, I am proud of myself that I did not curse. And, again, you know, thank you, Riley, for helping me slow down and talk and make sure I get everything out. And then there were times where I was nervous and I forget certain things. And, you know, it's one of those things of, like, oh, shit, I'm actually doing this. It's different from daydreaming and then actually doing it. And then when you're doing it, you're like, oh, shit, here we go. You know, I have no training wheels at this point. Like they took off the training wheels, but it was the best fucking experience ever. Best fucking experience ever to be on commentary. Best thing ever. The second event, which was Bad Over Athena in Lakewood, New Jersey. And this one was fun, too. I felt super calm, super great. I didn't really like stress about it. I did have a wonderful commentator partner in Katrina. Katrina does excellent work on professional wrestling and in the women's wrestling space. And you can find all of her work at Women's Wrestling Talk Pod. Katrina just did a write-up interview article on Ariel Sky. From Women of Wrestling, also known as WoW Superheroes, on Twitter. So go check that out. I'll leave her article link down in the description below for you guys to go check it out. But she was very calm, cool, collective. It was fun. It felt really great. So if Katrina ever wants to do commentary again for Goddesses of War, if she's ever available, that would be fantastic with me. Like, 
fantastic with me. She was also doing double duty. She was doing interviews and commentary. So, you know, that was fantastic, too. I was like, oh, that's awesome. You know, you got this. You got both jobs. It's awesome, man. So with all of that being said, let me jump right into the one question that Duke Loves Wrestling asked me because Duke is a friend of the channel and I'm a friend of his channel. And it was really cool that he got to ask me this and I get to deep dive into his question. The question from Duke is, it is the mid-year point. Who are the Goddesses of War Wrestling breakout stars thus far? First of all, the first person that comes to mind is definitely Tiffany Avatar. If you guys do not know about the Cotton Candy Princess, now you will. The Cotton Candy Princess, she is adorable. She's amazing. I can't say enough good things about her. Like, I love that she comes to Goddesses of War Wrestling. She has this very awesome energy that she brings with her. And she's just super adorable. She tends to think that her over-talking might be annoying. But I'm like, girl, I'd rather hear you over-talk than not talk at all. The moment that she doesn't talk, are going to be like, are you okay? Her wrestling ability is solid. She has the fundamentals down. She has the perkiness. She's a fan favorite. Every time she comes into the building, the fans automatically cheer for her. She first debuted on the last show on June 8th. And I was like, she has it. It was great. Getting to know her character and talking to her and her telling me her character ideas about calling her the Khan Kenny princess and it's always sweeter with Tiffany Avatar like all of her catchphrases I was like this girl this girl knows like it's really really great that she's able to think about this tell me on the spot and me as a commentator has to get that over and it was fun getting all of that story input over for Battle of Athena we saw some new wrestlers such as Jordy Lee and Jordy is a spunky, spunky girl. She's from Brooklyn. She has that sass and she definitely knows what she wants her character to be. And talking with her for a bit, I was really happy, really fun. It was a really good conversation because, you know, we're both from New York. I was born and raised in Manhattan and now I stay in the Bronx. She's a Brooklyn girl. And, you know, we had a very nice talk. I have my notes on the paper of Battle of Athena of like her finishers and where she's from and everything that she does. And then even talking to her buddy, Brian, or as we like to now call him, Brianna. And we had like a really weird interaction where I was getting notes for the Funhouse Championship titles. I'll get to that in a second. And I see her waving to somebody, but I didn't know that Brian was sitting behind me, so I kind of looked. It was kind of that awkward moment, you know, when someone waves that you think that they wave to you, but they're not waving to you. So we had that. I talked to Brian for a very long time, good time. We found out that we might, might be cousins because I'm half Puerto Rican and he's Puerto Rican. So you never know, man. Like in the Spanish community, you guys could be like cousins. And it was uh, cool to see that he was there for support for Jordy and I did not know that Brian is also a wrestler. I found this out when I was looking up matches to spotlight Jordy Lee for an upcoming Tape Study Tuesdays so we can watch some more matches with her because she did very, very well in her match against the Amazonian Amanda Fuentes. She is the Funhouse Women's Champion. So Jordy actually gave her a really good match and Jordy was not going to let that stop her. And by the way, I didn't mention this on commentary, but I'll mention it here. She is also the Battle Club Pro Icons champion, which that's why I want to do a spotlight on her for Tape Study Tuesday. So we could just watch that match because I found it on YouTube. So make sure to subscribe and follow kick.com forward slash Marie Shadows so we can watch some wrestling matches together for Tape Study Tuesday and Thursday where we look at professional wrestling matches either handpicked by me or viewer's choice when I don't really have anything lined up or indie wrestlers can definitely DM me and send me their matches and I could give them fresh feedback right there and then live during kick.com forward slash Marie Shadows. 
So again, Jordy Lee is another one to look out for. We had an amazing match between Journey Burke and Harleen Lopez to the point where the wrestling fans were in it. And this was a straight up female technical wrestling match. Normally, when female wrestlers get into doing an actual technical wrestling match, nobody really pays attention to it. But this time around, everybody was into it. I was into it. I was calling it. I loved it. I love the story that they were telling. And to put that story over was great. So this is a rivalry that has been going on in different promotions. They decided to bring it over to Battle of Athena, which made perfect sense. And they were currently were currently one and one. So this was the tiebreaker, the rubber match. Whoever wins this gets bragging rights. So Journey is a lawyer by day, a wrestler by night. Harleen Lopez is a straight up badass of a chick with an MMA background. And she's very, very freaking spiteful. They put on one hell of a match and I can't wait for you guys to see it. You know, when they put the footage up on the app that they're on, we'll watch it on live stream on kick and we'll go over the match and hopefully I can like my voice and we can hear my commentary and stuff like it's going to take a lot. I'm going to need everyone's energy and love to be with me on that day when we rewatch these shows and hear me on commentary. And, of course, let's round out this with our goddesses, undisputed women's champion, Marie Valdomina, who is a breakout star and, like I said, our champion for Goddesses of War Wrestling. She has the heart of a champion. She definitely is resilient and ambitious, and she took on Holly Dead in her match at Battle of Athena. And it was so cool to meet Holly Dead. It was so cool to call her match. And again, I got into the match. The fans got into the match. And it was like really good to see Marie put up one hell of a fight against Holly Dead. Like, I was thinking back after the event when I was getting the ride home. And I was like, man, I've seen Holly Dead wrestle in person when I would do MLW Media Press. And when Holly Dead was there, it was great to, like, see her. And, you know, fast forward to now, to get to call her match. I was like, oh, shit, this is something interesting, something I didn't really think about. Like, it didn't really hit me until, like, after the fact that I was like, oh, shit, all those times that I was able to see her in person. And then all of a sudden calling her match, it hits a little bit different. It's pretty cool. It was really great. I got to shake her hand after the show to be like, thank you for coming back. How You Dead was definitely a staple in Goddesses Award when it first started. And she's definitely a veteran in this promotion. So having her back, the fans welcome her back. And, you know, myself and Katrina got to tell that story in the ring while she faced Marie Valdomina, our Goddesses Award Women's Undisputed Champion. And this was a really hard fought match. Really great. So there are definitely a lot more breakout stars, but then again, we're still in the very beginning stages of making Goddesses of War Wrestling something big, something unique. And so for right now, those are the ones to look out for. Every single woman on this card and that has ever been with us since the rebrand are something special. They are. They are something special. They all bring something to the table. They're all unique. And I definitely love telling their stories on the commentary booth and hope to see familiar faces in the upcoming shows. So with that being said, here are some upcoming shows and announcements that you guys definitely need to know. Uh, But first, let's start with like me talking about the Funhouse championship titles, because I did say I was going to get to that. So the Funhouse Women's Championship title and the tag team titles were created a couple, like a month apart, basically. The Funhouse Women's Championship title was created in August of 2021, and the tag teams were created in September of 2021, and I got that over on the show. So those were created by Magic, 
Magic is a retired professional wrestler now, and he has a huge heart, and he loves wrestling. He created the Funhouse Wrestling Promotion just to be fun, family-friendly, have kids come over, have some fun with the wrestlers, and enjoy the show. It's not a very serious promotion, but it's just something to like bring everybody together, have unity, and I freaking love Magic and his wife, and it's amazing. They're amazing people. So... Those are where the Funhouse Women's Championship and Tag Team Championships come from whenever I talk about it for these shows. And so our next Goddesses of War show is going to be over in North Carolina. So a bunch of companies in North Carolina are getting together for this giant celebration because we're celebrating Andre the Giant. I believe his daughter is going to be there. We have a lot of guests lined up. And we're also going to have a wonderful main event for you guys for Goddesses of War Wrestling. And I would love to call this match. So I am asking you guys to help me out. So the main event for Goddesses of War is going to be our Goddesses Undisputed Champion, Marie Valdomina versus Rosemary. You guys know who Rosemary is. She has won many titles all over the world. She definitely worked everywhere, and she is a mainstay at Impact Wrestling. And so to have this opportunity to call that match, I am really asking you guys to help me out with anything possible. More details will be over at marieshadows.substack.com. But the overall idea is to get sponsorships for the brand so that can take me on a road trip down to North Carolina and I'll be able to get a place to sleep and shower before the event and then come right back home and give you guys all of that wonderful video footage and we could do live stream chats and everything for you guys. So sponsorship money, sponsorship packages, and everything that gets donated will definitely go towards getting a bus for everyone that lives in the New York City, New Jersey area and to drive all the way down to North Carolina and head back. That would be amazing. And then for to get room and board and food, that would be amazing, too. So the plan is, is to try to get as much sponsorships as necessary. So if you want to make sure that your business and brand gets out there, by all means, contact me either by email squared circle podcast at outlook.com or message me on Twitter and we could talk about it. But that's the idea to try to get sponsorships, to get a bus, to bring everybody down and then bring them back up and then to stay at like a hotel and get food and basically vlog the whole entire time and have good vibes. And you guys will be able to see the vlog and everything, you know, first before anyone else and yeah i would just have to work out the details and get this going and have a donation link i'm definitely going to use my coffee page in order for to set this goal i just have to get the numbers right but be on the lookout for it i really need to go and do this and get all the practice that i can for doing commentating and putting goddesses of war over and putting everybody over and showing you guys firsthand that I am willing to travel for you guys for your entertainment to make sure that you guys get your money's worth for what you're putting in. So you're helping me. I'm helping you. It makes perfect sense. So if that's something that you're interested in, again, you could always message me via the email squared circle podcast at outlook.com and then also DM me on Twitter. And yeah, so that's basically that huge announcement that. This event is going down in North Carolina, and I am trying every single which way to think about how to get down there and call that main event of Rosemary versus Marie Valdomina for the Goddesses Undisputed Women's Championship title. Like, I am dedicated to this business. I am dedicated to professional wrestling. I actually want to be there. I want to be everywhere. I would appreciate your help to help me get there. So with that being said, I hope that you guys enjoyed episode 300, celebrating this milestone, the Square Circle podcast, 
being around for four years. It started in 2019. It's going to be four years. I do new seasons every single year rather than like on every October. So when January comes around, it'll be season five. So, you know, enjoy these episodes. And I hope to see you guys on other episodes. I would love to hear you guys thoughts and feedback and everything like that. This wouldn't be possible without you guys. And I am so happy that you guys have been with me forever and continue to be with me. And it's only going to get better from here on out. If you guys want to follow me anywhere, because I have to say this. If you guys want to follow me anywhere on social media, Twitter, the best place to do so, at Marie underscore shadows. My Discord, that Discord link will be down in the description below. I just recently made it into a community so you can invite other people. Other people can search for it. Squared Circle Society, if you want to search for it on Discord, you can. And that is where we're going to be discussing the G1 Climax 33 this year. We're going to be discussing it on there. So if you are a New Japan Pro Wrestling fan, click that link. Don't wait and come chat with others for the G1 this year. You could also sign up to the wrestling newsletter, Square Circle Society, marieshadows.substack.com. Like I said, it's an extension of everything that I do here. And then you could also follow my kick channel, kick.com forward slash marieshadows. I am part of the kick community stream team, and I am very happy and glad to be part of that team. It is a team effort. Everyone is amazing and is for me to showcase my ability of being the best wrestling chick on kick right now because I don't bring any toxicity. I want to make sure that everything's in kayfabe and I want to make sure that everything in wrestling gets talked about rather than personal stuff. Like I don't need to know the wrestlers personal lives to get over because I can't talk about anything else. I can't talk about how the match made me feel or, you know, how the match should have gone or something like that, you know? So we're going to have a great time on kick.com forward slash Marie shadows. As we watch professional wrestling matches, talk about it, talk about the G one interview wrestlers, because I still have to interview wrestlers and there are a bunch of names that I really do want to interview. And so I guess I'm going to end off with this question. What's next for the Square Circle Podcast? What's next for Marie Shadows? What's next for the Square Circle Podcast is to continue to go, 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 go. Do the same thing what I've always done. Introduce you guys to professional wrestling. Introduce you guys to interviews. Introduce you guys to my thoughts on certain wrestling shows. And then for me personally, continue to do commentary work. Give you guys top-notch video and audio quality podcast episodes, podcast thoughts. Make sure my Discord is amazing. Make sure my newsletter is amazing. Make sure you guys are getting everything out of the wrestling content that I give you guys. But also, in addition to all of that, as you know, I love being a commentator. I love doing what I'm currently doing. The new goal... Other than trying to get to North Carolina, the new goal is to work and sign a contract with New Japan Pro Wrestling, whether that's to work for New Japan Strong, do something with the New Japan Academy, or even New Japan itself in Japan. Like, I love New Japan so much. I put it on a high pedestal. I help the guys behind the scenes if they ever need any help, you know, like basically if they want me to retweet their stuff, you know, get them on the podcast, let them talk shit. Like I am there for professional wrestlers. I am there for networking, making friends and definitely making sure that the world knows about these wrestlers because it's a little annoying to always see on Twitter Oh, they don't know about this guy. They don't know about that guy. You know, they all come from Japan. They didn't do anything of merit. And it's because, 
you know, I get that you're not going to go out and search for it, but there are people like myself that do the research already for you, that you can follow that person or follow me. And you won't have to say dumb shit like, oh, this person didn't accomplish anything because they're not on U.S. soil, but they're over in Japan doing really, really well. And I totally get it. There's like a language barrier. There's all these barriers. But if all you're going to do is complain about it, then why the fuck do you have an opinion? You can't have an opinion. I should say that you can't have an opinion, but just don't be fucking rude about it because these wrestlers have much more story and accolades over in another country that you're not willing to put the effort in. You know, if you were casually putting the effort in to get to know the New Japan guys, then I wouldn't make such a big deal about it. But just to blatantly be like, oh, you know, we don't know anything about them, blah, 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 like talk your shit. And then still want to be like, oh, I'm a wrestling fan. Like, you know, have an open mind, at least. Know that there's other wrestling out there and that, you know, you can casually go view it or you can casually come into my streams and ask me about New Japan Pro Wrestling in a very respectful way. And I will give you an answer about New Japan Pro Wrestling. But yes, that is my next goal. I don't know how we're going to get there, guys, but we're going to get there one day. We're going to end up working for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I would just love to do the media press for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Like, I would love to be part of the media press and ask questions and get my foot in the door and work for New Japan Pro Wrestling because that's a company that's doing really, really well. That's one of my favorite companies. And I would definitely love to work alongside them and definitely love to do anything in their company because no job is too small in the world of wrestling. Everybody has a job. Everyone has to do something, you know, it's something that I truly love. So I don't really make a big deal about what I would have to do in wrestling if, you know, they need me for something. But yes, that is the goal. The goal is to work and sign a New Japan Pro Wrestling contract. And that will be my manifestation here on episode 300 of the Square Circle podcast. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to four years of the square circle podcast we are going to keep on going 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 and i hope you stay for the ride and you enjoy every single second of it you have been listening to episode 300 of the square circle podcast i am your host marie shadows and i'll see you guys on the next one